Welcome in on a Monday. Man, did the uh, show rundown change last night. I am getting ready to go to bed. I am plugging the phone in to charge it overnight, set the alarm, boom. Notification, Kale Gundy. I jumped on Twitter and thought, oh my gosh, wow. That is uh, something that we weren't expecting. And uh, I was in the production room this morning. Uh, grabbing a little Kale Gundy audio because of the job that he did after uh, Lincoln Riley left and, and some of the other coaches left, and he helped hold the program together, hold that recruiting class together. He has been so instrumental, instrumental, such an MVP behind the scenes for this Oklahoma football team for years and years and years. You talk about sometimes, you know, somebody will say, man, I bleed crimson. That guy bleeds 100% crimson. When I was hearing this this morning, how uh, pumped up Kale Gundy was about this new era of Oklahoma football, I get really sad. Do you want me to speak, Mike? Yes, go ahead. Do you want to give your thoughts on this first, or should I? Go ahead. Go for it. I'm trying to compose myself here. Yeah, look. Here is the reality of the situation. Um, I do my best not to talk politics in the midst of a conversation that should be centered on sports, there are occasions such as this one where my hand is forced. And so I have a take on this situation. If you disagree, uh, if you think I hit the nail on the head, guess what? The Air Comfort Solutions text line is yours. 405-651-3439. Give us your opinions on the situation. Here's where I stand on it, Mike. Kale Gundy should not be unemployed today. This was a draconian overreaction because it is one thing if the word that he purportedly said is said into a hot mic or in the presence of the public in some capacity, but this was purportedly said in a film session with a dozen or so people in the room. This never needed to see the light of day. It could have been handled internally with an apology and a team meeting. And you don't need to look any further than the outpouring of support that Kale Gundy has received on social media to see that his utterance of said word in any context does not reflect the type of person that he is. No, not at all. He has stood side by side with his players through the SAE incident through the Solidarity March in the 2020 season. And moreover, I mentioned context, right? Context matters. And I feel as though, to a certain extent, we have lost the ability to recognize the importance of context in instances like this. Words do not have significance or connotation in and of themselves. There's nothing inherently offensive about that particular combination of letters. It is history and it is context that renders a word like that unacceptable. So, when you take to Twitter and you see player after player after player, coach after coach after coach, OU football figure after OU football figure, continuously proclaiming the exact same sentiment regarding Kale Gundy, what it tells you is that this was a true spur-of-the-moment honest mistake on his part and one that did not need to be dragged into the public eye if there was no malicious intent, which there quite obviously was not. Cale Gundy has given over half his life to Oklahoma football, and for him to be made an example in this instance 
is a travesty. And for Cale Gundy now, moving forward to get another job, he has a certain stigma attached to him. That is correct. Unfairly. And look, we know that word is horrible. Horrible. Never say that word. And, you know, you can talk about, well, the player had it on his iPad. There's a difference between the player and the coach. The coach is mature. The coach sets the example. Uh, I don't know, you know, even picking up the iPad and reading that, how you can't stop midway through the word. Maybe it was a Ron Burgundy situation. He was just rolling through it. But that was the first thing that I thought as well. This is an overreaction. And you mentioned the SAE situation. And that was horrible. That was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. Just absolutely hillbilly, brutal, can't believe civilized people would have a chant like that. Ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. But in this situation, that word was not maliciously used. Did Cale Gundy, uh, the execution of trying to discipline or call out this player for not paying attention in a meeting, was it failing? Was it a failed execution? Yes. But, again... To bus a guy, I think, which in, in essence is what happened here, over an incident like that when they have given you so much, to me, I, I thought immediately, I'm, I'm a, and that was my tweet, if it went down like this, this seems way too extreme. And we have seen things like this occur before. First off, I want to acknowledge, I've had moments like the moment that Cale Gundy allegedly had in the locker room, not with that particular word, but it happens on a pretty regular basis with the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Mike, where I am reading a text that contains a word that would not be sanctioned by the FCC. And I come very, very close to saying said word because sometimes you're talking faster than your brain is processing, Mm -hmm. right? And so that happens on a pretty regular basis where I'm legitimately on the verge of saying a word that should not be said on the radio. Because it's contained within a text on the Air Comfort, uh, on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. So, to a certain extent, I understand how this mistake could have been made. He uh, was fired or he was asked to resign because of the fallouts. Period. It's just like the nuclear reactor. Somehow somebody pushed a button in this case. Kale pushed the wrong button here and uh, makes a mistake, and because this can be used against OU, well, there goes OU, you saw what happened with the fraternity down there, and people don't look deep enough to, into a story. How many headlines did I see? OU assist, longtime OU assistant coach uses racist language in meeting and resigns. You know? Now. Again, how that, that headline doesn't tell the story, you know? No, it doesn't. It and- doesn't come close to telling the story. And here's what else I want to add. I want to go back to the fact that this was said in a meeting room. And I understand that the other perspective on this is, well, OU wants to avoid a PR nightmare. There's no PR nightmare if it's handled internally. No one had any idea this was coming when Kale Gundy resigned last night. Somehow it got kicked upstairs, right? It got kicked to the administration. And in that situation, look, I'm not saying that, oh, man, this was nothing. Kale Gundy again. Uh, you know, think about this. It's this simple. Cale Gundy, who has given 27 years of his life to Oklahoma football, second only in tenure to Merv Johnson, who was, you know, in some capacity at OU forever and uh, did a great job as well. But Cale Gundy has been a beloved Sooner for years and years and years. We don't know all the facts, but the facts that we have right now, what we know, uh, what we're seeing reported, it doesn't uh, – it doesn't equate to a resignation unless Kale felt 
and this could have happened. Maybe Kale Gundy said, man, this was such a big mistake. I'm just going to fall on my sword for this because this, this, there's more fallout down the line because of, you know, me reading this, even though I, you know, it was, it was a total just dumb mistake on my part. But maybe I just need to fall on my sword because I love the university and the program so much. And what I don't understand about this is that we've seen things of this ilk happen before. I think back most recently to Gary Patterson, who allegedly said that word in practice at TCU in 2020. He was not fired. Heck, Mike, we had another host in this market come about half a letter short of saying the real bad version of this word on air about a year ago, and you will still hear him on air this afternoon. So for Kale Gundy to be the one to be made an example of with this type of situation, especially given that this word was allegedly uttered in a closed film session with his players, players who know his character and can vouch for him as a man, for that to come up to the administration and for that decision to be handed down in as draconian a fashion as it was handed down is patently upsetting. I was shocked. I I was shocked when I read that. I'm like, really? A resignation? I hope this wasn't a forced resignation. But my guess, and again, this is pure speculation based on, again, we don't have all the facts yet. We weren't in that room. But, you know, obviously, to me, this is more about the the fallouts. But, you know, to me, it, it just didn't rise to that level. I mean, I trust Joe Castiglione. On just about if this is a Joe C um, call or Joe Harris call uh, first, maybe. But I, I just this was this was surprising to me. The whole the whole incident was surprising to me. And uh, like I said, if Kale Gundy, you know, utters that word, that horrible word, and says, "In you better start paying attention." Yes, we're yes, absolutely. We're like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. And again, I'm not saying this was absolutely a total non-incident, but it was not maliciously said, the execution from Kale. Think about this. If that receiver, whoever it was, was paying attention in that meeting, Kale Gundy's still working at OU. Correct. And I I know we're probably going to get this text all day. Who was the player? Who was the player? Which player was it? I'm not going to say which player it was, because at this point, this is an unfortunate enough situation as is for that particular individual's name to get dragged into the mud and all this just makes an already bad situation even worse. So uh, identities will not be disclosed to protect the parties involved, but especially given that Kale Gundy is a sooner through and through, has given so much of his life to this university and has so many people from all walks of life that can vouch for what kind of person he is. It's unfortunate that this punishment had to be handed down, especially when, as I said, especially if the entire team will go to bat for him, this could be handled internally with an apology, with a team meeting, and nobody is the wiser in the public eye. This is a huge loss for the Oklahoma football program. Huge. Kale Gundy was one of the heroes that kept the ship afloat, man. Not only that, he helped rebuild the ship 
And look at what he did. He helped salvage that 2021 class when everybody thought it was going to fall apart. Kale Gundy was one of the people that kept it together. Bob Stoops did incredible work doing that, too. Everybody was there. But Kale Gundy has done such great work for the University of Oklahoma for 27 years. And it's almost like, you know, if, if he was made the example here, um, you know, I, I, I just – the whole thing makes me sick to my stomach. Yes. It and really look, does. We've, we've spent 15 minutes airing our opinions, Mike. Here's what I know. The silver lining in all of this, if there is one, is that what Bob Stoops said back on November 29th is every bit as true today as it was then. There's not one guy – that's bigger than the program. There may be fallout from Kale Gundy's departure. There probably will be. But it's not going to sink the ship. As you said, the men in those coaching offices and the men within that locker room aren't going to allow this twist of fate to serve as a major bump in the road. I was out at practice this morning, Mike, and if you didn't know better, you would not have figured that what went down about 14 hours ago had gone down at all. Because it was business as usual for the Oklahoma football program. And they're going to move forward with or without Cale Gundy. And they're going to push towards their season opener on September 3rd against UTEP. They're going to rally around LaDamian Washington, the interim wide receivers coach. And what happened to Cale Gundy is obviously going to be a situation that we talk about for years to come. Especially because of his status within the university and how much of his life he has devoted to Oklahoma football. But what we know is that the men at the top of the food chain within the Oklahoma Athletic Department, most specifically Bob Stoops and Brent Venables, have preached time and time again that there is no one individual that's bigger than the program. And so this is not going to be the... This is not going to be the shot that sends Oklahoma's offseason tailspinning. No, it's going to be interesting. There's so many things and uh, different tentacles of this story that we're going to have to get into today, including recruiting ramifications, which could be very big. We'll get into that. Uh, and again, as I said, I think this is about the fallouts more than anything else. This is about... Kale Gundy's going to have to answer questions on the recruiting trail. All these parents are going to want to know, well, did you really say that word? Why would you say it? You know, uh, and it can be used as a negative recruiting tool by all the Sooners competitors. I get that. I get that. Uh, like I said, it was the fallouts, uh, how this could have affected the program in many ways, but I still don't think it rose to that level. We've got so many texts coming in. It's unbelievable, folks. We're going to get to as many as we can. If we don't get to yours, try and keep sending it so we keep seeing it because it's just scrolling along now, like it, like one of those uh, crawls at the bottom of your TV screen. So keep them coming in. But a huge loss, no doubt, for the University of Oklahoma. Cale Gundy's impact cannot be understated on what he did for the program. Be right back. Steel Man and Thune here on the Home of Sooner Fans, the Ref Radio Network. All right, we've got a ton of texts rolling in. Uh, can we play, uh, right before we get to the text line, the uh, Kale Gundy clip? So, yeah, very sad listening to this earlier today. Because Kale Gundy, man, he was fired up about Brent being here, the culture change and everything, and always had a smile on his face. You could tell he was ready for this era 
of Oklahoma football to begin. This is what Kale said not too long ago. I'm going to make this comment now. We're going to win a bunch of damn football games with, with Brent Venables. Um, it, the University of Oklahoma, the football is, is bigger than just one person. It really is. It's, it is truly one of the most special um, football programs ever in college football. Being around Brent, and, and, and everybody knows if you don't know Brent, what you see on the sidelines in games, that's how he is as a person. He has passion like that 24 hours a day. He has passion for his players. He has passion for his, his uh, coaches. He has passion, passion, uh, passion for his coaches' families. Um, and he, he's going to pour everything in. That's how he is. And I've been around him. You know, I spent that one week traveling with him, and we were flying around all over the place as well. So I'm very excited for the future. Yeah, sad deal. Uh, you almost feel like, uh, well, you have lost a member of the Sooner family that's been around forever. Quarterback 90 through 93, uh, was a GA at OU in 94. Then he went to uh, work with Watson Brown at UAB. He was there uh, 95 through 98. Been at Oklahoma, though, with Bob Stoops from the uh, the get-go in 99 for 23 years. 27 years, I believe it is, as a coach and player for Cale Gundy. And it ends like that. I mean, uh, it just – I'm just still shocked about this deal. I mean, I don't know how many more times the, the mule shoe incident – uh, there is this Kale Gundy resignation might be more impactful. I think it is more impactful than Mule Shoe going to USC long term. In terms think? of its negative impact on well, the program? Well, no, I just think recruiting Kale has been so instrumental. Uh, you, you don't get Adrian Peterson unless you have Kale Gundy. Uh, we've seen Joe Mixon come out in support of Kale Gunny. We've seen some IJ. And Ryan. that I want to mention Joe Mixon as well because, and that was this is even a text that this is just one example of a text that we have gotten a lot on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. One listener said Joe Mixon's statement was eye-opening, and it was because if there is an individual out there and a member of the Sooner family who has taken been advantage given a of a second, second chance yes. and has absolutely not squandered park. that second yep. chance in any capacity, it is Joe Mixon. No doubt. So to see him go to bat for Cale Gundy was, I agree perfectly with that word choice, eye-opening. Yes, and, uh, you know, I just I, I wonder how this went down. We're getting a few texts, and we're getting so many. Believe me, we are uh, – we're going to try and get to as many as we can. If you send one, you know, copy it, paste it, try and keep getting it through. But there, there's so many coming in right now on the Air Coverage Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. I'm just wondering how this goes down. All right, so whoever the receiver is, and people are asking me, who's the receiver? Even if I know who the receiver is, I'm not going to tell you who it is. All right? I'm not going to get that kid, get people riled up about that kid to go on their Twitter account or Instagram there's no way I'm doing that to that kid. Now, unfortunately, I wish he'd been paying attention in the film session. But, again, uh, how do you think this went down, Parker, where Kale, all right, he's upset. Guy doesn't know what uh, what play it is or whatever. Okay, well, you should have that in your notes. You're not taking notes. What do you got going? Looks at the iPad. Hmm, maybe it's rap lyrics. I don't know. Maybe it's the kid is writing rap lyrics. I don't know. Kale decides, I'm going to read this out, see what this kid's thinking about right now. And then, oh my gosh, he stumbles into that word, and before he can stop himself, he says it. And all of a sudden, 
Does the kid report it? Does Kale actually maybe go to Brent and say, I had a situation go down in the meeting today. It was horrible. I got to tell you about it. Here's how it went down. Or is it reported by someone in that room? Or is it reported by somebody else that the kid tells later, well after the meeting, and gets kicked upstairs? I wonder how this all goes down. Because as you said, this could have been handled internally. Like, there's, I don't care uh, how you want to discipline a kid or get his attention. But you've got to be so much more careful than that. You can't just roll through whatever's on his iPad and utter that word. Even though it's not Kale Gundy's word, the execution was obviously not very good here. What, what do you think? I, mean, I know we're speculating here, but I'm just wondering how this all went down. Well, we've gotten some fantastic texts on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, and I want to hit a few of them. Uh, you saw Rodney Anderson make a statement yep. on social media, and one listener pointed out, Rodney Anderson's brother was in the room. Nick and tweeted knows what out happens. too, and he was he was not too didn't look like he was too pleased with it. No, no one is too pleased no. right now. No, Mike, no one is, is too pleased within the walls of the Switzer Center. Was this a call made above Brent Venables that Brent's was uh, maybe overruled on, or do you think? You know, because a lot of people are saying, man, BB has so much power over there now that uh, I can't imagine that, uh, you know, maybe this decision was made by Brent. We don't know. We don't know for sure uh, at this point. But I know there are a lot of unhappy fans. Man, you talk about the honeymoon ending <laughs> quickly um, because we, have t- we talked about this last week, Parker, and everybody out there. This couldn't have gone any better. I mean, this has been a 10 out of 10 until this incident arose over the weekend. And all of a sudden, you feel like there's a small flame over there. Well, actually, it's a it's a brush fire right now that they're trying not to, uh, you know, have have it turn into a raging inferno over there. And I've got a lot of confidence in Joe Castiglione. I think Joe Harris, again, is was an excellent hire as president. They're smart guys. Believe me. I'm sure this was a difficult decision for them if it was them that that ultimately made it. But, man, there's some unhappy people right now. A lot of people asking, who do we think will be the permanent replacement? At this point, and this is something that we'll unpack as well for the remainder of the hour, my initial thoughts on this are you are now probably too close to the beginning of the season to bring in a permanent wide receivers coach unless so, that particular individual has a lot of familiarity Malcolm with Kelly. Jeff Lebby's system. Well, yeah, that's true. Now, Malcolm Kelly's a name people are throwing around, but basically it looks like LaDamian Washington has a year to win this job. Yes, and I would say that is the correct way to go about this situation. Allow LaDamian Washington, who has had a f- phenomenal impact behind the scenes as far as wide receiver recruiting and is very well respected by the young men in that locker room already you give him a chance to step into the role that Kale Gundy vacates and you give him one season to prove that he's capable of the job if so you remove the interim tag he's your permanent guy if not hey guess what move him right back down to assistant wide receivers coach and offensive analyst and you bring in a guy at the end of the 2022 season that you trust to coach your receivers up in the future. I th- here's, here's what I think. Just knowing what I know about the dynamics of that coaching staff, the locker room, knowing what I know about LaDamian Washington as a person and what those receivers think of him, I have a feeling 
he is going to earn a lot of love from this fan base going forward. And I hate to throw out the Miguel Chavis comparison because Chavis has hit everything out of the ballpark from day one on staff at Oklahoma. But I feel as though we could see a similar scenario play out in which people are kind of turning their heads sideways like, who is this guy? And then a few months later, he's doing a fantastic job. Right. And nobody remembers their initial skepticism about his resume or lack thereof and are just pleased with the product he's putting out on the field. I think LaDamian Washington's going to do a fine job for however long he is the Sooners interim receivers coach. All right, we got a break right here. I promise you we're going to get to as many texts as we can. We want to thank our uh, friend over at Lasher Home Comfort Systems, Mr. Tim Lasher, great Sooner, great company. You need AC stuff worked on right now? Lasher Home Comfort System is the place you need to call, 405 405- 579-3113. They've been servicing the greater Oklahoma City area now since 2007. That's 405-579-3113. Recruiting implications. We'll get into that. Interesting. Uh, from Jaquay's Petaway last night, his tweet. We'll talk about that and more and get to as many texts as we can. You guys, stay patient. Keep sending them. We'll be right back here on The Ref. All right, we are back. Mike Steely, Parker Thune, Steelman and Thune at noon here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network on a Monday, obviously dominated by the uh, Kale Gundy resignation, the fallout from that. Let's get to as many texts as we can in the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439, because we have a ton of them coming in. All right, Parker, what do we have? Because people want to, you know, they're still ready to sound off about this, and I think they will be for a while. Yeah, one listener says, rumors are he's going to be back. Obviously, like, I think a lot of folks would love it if that were the case. Knowing this administration and knowing the way they operate, I would say there is close to a 0% chance that happens. That's just the unfortunate reality. I would be surprised if Cale Gundy walks the sidelines again at Oklahoma. It's just the way things are. It's the way things will be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We've, we're getting a few texts about a university rule or something. Do you, do you have any idea what that's all about, where if something like that happens, it has to be reported? Which, I don't have an issue with that. But, again, you've got to look at context. Sometimes it's common sense. You look at a guy's track record, and you look at how he's treated people, uh, he has recruited and been a mentor for many African-American uh, athletes at the University of Oklahoma. I wouldn't say this wasn't a, a you know, bad execution by Kale, and uh, that, you know, maybe he needs some diversity training. I don't even know if he needs that because I don't believe that Kale Gundy is a racist. But I, it, it's not a great look. But, again, these were not his words. Um, it's just very frustrating. All right, Parker, go ahead. You can re- you can read as many as you want, then we'll react. One listener asks, why is there always a resignation in situations like this instead of someone getting terminated? Is it a settlement so the university can't get sued for wrongful termination? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's really what it is. It's just a, the easiest way for everybody to like, resolve the situation uh, is for there to be a peaceful resignation and transition uh, from one figure to the next. So... This I, this probably made it easiest on everybody. And I think Cale Gundy, being a consummate Sooner, was mindful of that. Yeah. No, I agree. Mindful of the reality that his resignation would probably, at least internally, 
make the transition of power from him to LaDamian Washington uh, as easy as possible and would also make it appear in the public eye as though he was on board with everything. I don't. I, obviously, I don't think anybody is under the impression that Kale wanted to resign. After all that he has given and all that he has done for OU football over the years, I'm sure Kale Gundy didn't hear that word come out of his mouth and think, well, that's it for me. Now, we can go back and forth all day as to whether or not the – as to whether or not what went on in that film room should have made its way outside the film room. I, I think, look, whenever something like that happens, it's going to make its way up the chain in some form or fashion. Right? I think Kale was mindful of that, and it sounds as though, uh, from what we know right now, the people with uh, the authority in the matter were informed pretty promptly, and it was dealt with, and this is the outcome. Again, can't say this enough, it's incredibly unfortunate that the person that has to be at the center of all of this is the guy who has been at the University of Oklahoma for years and years and years through thick and thin. Is there anybody at this point, Mike, that has been a part of more OU football than Cale Gundy? Because I, think I think Merv Johnson would probably be the only one. But, yeah, you're talking about 27 years, quarterback as a coach and a coach. And as a player – I think Mike Brooks, who does a fantastic job tracking Sooner history over the years, I think I saw it circulating on Twitter last night. Cale Gundy has been a part of more games and more mm. wins yeah. as a coach slash player at Oklahoma than anyone in the history of the program. The guy, like I said, you hear the phrase a lot, Manny Bleeds Crimson, and sometimes, yeah, it's a big OU fan or somebody who uh, you know he's a coach or whatever. But Cale Gundy literally is that guy. He has been that guy for a long time. Somebody said Kale with Bob to the XFL. Yeah, I mean maybe. Yeah, maybe. That could be, I mean, look, and I, I don't want to draw a direct parallel because I don't want to insinuate that there is one. But if Kale Gundy wants to continue coaching, that would probably be a pretty effective avenue for him to lay low for a while. You saw the same thing with Jeff Lebby back when he was involved with the scandal at Baylor and obviously Lebby is Art Bryles son-in-law and worked on his staff for many, many years. And that was a toxic situation as well, a horrible situation all the way around. But in the aftermath, what Jeff Lebby did was he went and coached at an NAIA program, Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida for a season while everything kind of blew over. And then he got his foot back in the door at UCF, was there for two years, jumped back to the Power 5 level with Ole Miss, and now he's the offensive coordinator at the University of Oklahoma. So, it's not as I, – I don't think it's as if these things can't be forgotten or can't be smoothed over with time. It all comes down to whether or not Cale Gundy has a desire to continue coaching after this all has unfolded because it's pretty evident that he doesn't have an express desire to be anywhere beyond the University of Oklahoma. And it's going to be a while – I believe, before anyone in the OU administration would even entertain the idea of bringing Kale Gundy back. Like I said, my, my read on the situation and my opinion is that just knowing the way that that administration operates, I don't think Kale Gundy would ever have the opportunity to come back. At I would point. love to see it, but, but I agree with you, yeah. But, man, if it was up to the fans, they're ready to start a movement, you know, hashtag bring Kale back. Uh, true Sooner, do you know 100% for sure he only used that word one time during last week's situation? We don't know that. 
He said in his uh, tweet last night, I used a word that was inappropriate. The word uh, was was not mine. You know, that he read it off uh, off the iPad. He didn't say, you know, I, we don't know that for sure. And there are a lot of things that we don't know for sure. But um, based on the facts, what we know right now, it seemed like an overreach to me. A lot of people saying, could Brent's low energy mood in his press conference last week be related to the incident at all? It supposedly I, happened later. Than yes. What we're hearing, because I was that was the first time, and again, I'm not saying Brent was bad at that presser, but it was the first time that Brent looked like maybe he had something else on his mind, and he wasn't. You know, 11 out of 10 energetic Brent that doesn't want to stop talking. He's got a smile on his face and everything's positive. He just looked like, uh, I don't know, he just didn't quite have the same energy level last week. But it's, you know, when Brent Venables uh, is always energetic, but it just a little looked a little bit different. I was thinking the same thing last night. What do you think about the administration having a press conference or some – I mean, it, I, do you think it just adds fuel to the fire and just keeps dragging the story yeah, out? Yeah, a lot of people saying that's a good idea or it'd be a good idea for Josie to address this situation publicly, and he may. But at the same time, that's just going to produce more narratives. And I have no doubt that if Josie got in front of a mic and addressed the situation uh, – he would pass whatever tests the media wanted to put him through with flying colors. That's all he's ever done. That's why he's one of the best uh, in the country at what he does. But I honest, my honest read on the situation is that there's more harm that can come from that than good because it just continues to stoke the fire for the media. Yeah. And this is going to be a trying, huge story. They are trying to put that fire out as best they can right this now. This is going to be a huge story in the days to come, not just here in this market, but nationally. And I would say you will probably see this become a topic of discussion beyond the sports networks, too. Mm -hmm. This will be a topic of conversation on the political talk shows tonight. I can almost promise you that. Well, and you talked about Joe Mixon uh, tweeting out his support and his feelings, his love for Kale Gundy. And I remember at the time thinking, man, Joe Mixon, you don't have to keep Joe Mixon around. He should be gone, man. Let him go back to California and play at UCLA. He can rehab there. And I didn't think it was the right call. It's still, I don't know that I would say it was the right call, but Bob Stoops, you know, they got together and decided we're going to, you know, this kid's going to take time off, take a year off, come back. And they gave him a second chance and he's hit it out of the park. For Cale Gundy, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. All right, break time right here. We'll come back, keep those texts rolling in. Don't get frustrated. We're going to try and get to as many as we can. Like I said, if you've done it, if you texted us once or twice, you know, copy and paste that text again. We'll do our very best to get to it. All right, Monday, Steel Man and Thune here on The Ref. Keep it here. All right, back with you. Final segment, first hour here on a Monday. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. That is 405-651-3439. Mike Steely, Parker Thune with you. All right, uh, question on the text line about Jaquay's Petaway. Um, you, you did see the tweet last night. Um, Obviously, four-star kid was a great get for Oklahoma. He's committed to Oklahoma. Keon Brown is committed to Oklahoma. Anthony Evans is expected to commit to Oklahoma soon. Uh, let's start with Petaway and how this, uh, in the short term, affects Oklahoma's recruiting. Yeah, this is 
and this is going to be a tough situation to recover from in terms of recruiting. Good news is I still think Oklahoma is going to be in the driver's seat to land Anthony Evans because that is a, recru- a recruitment that LaDamian Washington has been heavily involved with, and I do not think they are in danger of losing Keon Brown. The one that you're kind of focused on right now and the one that could kind of go sideways is Jaquais Petaway because that recruitment was largely Kale Gundy. Kale Gundy was the primary relationship there. He was the one that helped sell Petaway on Oklahoma. Now, here's what I can say right now about the current commit group that Oklahoma has in the 2023 cycle. They are very tightly knit. And if Jaquase Petaway starts to waver, he is not going to say no to the University of Oklahoma and reopen his recruitment without a hard push from his fellow Sooner commits to keep him in the boat. So while I'm not saying that Jaquase Petaway absolutely sticks it out with Oklahoma because uh, the vibes last night in the aftermath of the news uh, were not great. You saw Petaway change his profile picture on Twitter from an OU edit to simply him in a high school uniform. So while I am not saying that Oklahoma is out of the woods on this, what I am saying is there's a very real chance that they hang on to Jaquay's Petaway. And I would think that happens because I think the university and the Sooners group of commits in the 2023 class are going to respond effectively. And they're going to be able to save face and salvage what they can in terms of recruiting. Now, looking ahead, this is probably going to make things more difficult for Oklahoma to recruit the wide receiver position in the class of 2024 because now you have uncertainty as to who the long-term guy is going to be at wide receiver for Oklahoma. Is LaDamian Washington going to coach receivers beyond this year? And if not, who is it? Do they maybe look at bringing in Malcolm Kelly? Do they maybe think about throwing a line at Dennis Simmons, maybe, and bringing him back to coach receivers. Because that was a guy that kind of got swept up in the muck when Muleshoe decided to defect, and he had to follow Muleshoe because he needed a job. But he was very, very pro-OU while he was here, and I don't think Dennis Simmons would have left of his own accord. So... Do they maybe loop back around with Dennis Simmons and say, hey, we'll offer you a little bit more money, come back to where you have some familiarity, to where you got friends, uh, to where you know the territory, and you can reprise your role as Oklahoma's receivers coach? That may be an avenue that gets explored, but I think right now you proceed as if LaDamian Washington is going to be your receivers coach in 2022. You don't touch it until after the season, And at that point, you evaluate where you stand and figure out what the next step is at the wide receiver position as to who your positional coach is going to be. Yeah, it's uh, I I just think it's too late in the game right now to uh, to think of anything else. And uh, I think you roll with him. No doubt. That would be my take as well. All right. What else we have? The opinion to facts ratio today is about 100 to one. Yeah, that's what sports radio is. This isn't a court of law. I'm not Harvey Specter on suits in here. I mean, and this isn't the CBS Evening News. Everybody is trying to figure out how this went down, how it happened. Uh, somebody said, Parker, big no to Dennis Simmons, mule shoe guy. Listen, I'm just saying – 
That, he is a mule shoe guy, though, right? Yeah. He is a mule shoe guy, yes. But I also don't think Dennis Simmons would have left if he had much of a choice. That's so, just my read on the situation. The uh, Any chance he winds up with mule shoe, Kale? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I, you think Kale Gundy, sooner born, sooner bred? Doubtful. Sooner for How decades? How about with Mike, though? Would go to uh, with uh, Mike Stoops? No, Mike Gundy. Oh, Mike Gundy? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That could be the fallback. I don't, I don't feel like Oklahoma State would care a whole heck of a lot about what went down at OU because they idolize Mike Gundy there, and if Mike wants to bring on older brother, then are you going to tell him no? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, we got a break for the top of the hour. Thank you to Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Thank you, Tim, and uh, your great company, 405 579 3113. It was like I was reading a score there. 3113. All right, we're going to break and come back. Like I said, get as many texts in as we can. Talk about more fallout from this Brent Venables situation. We'll do that next right here on the ref. Hour number two here on a Monday. Welcome in, everybody. We'll get back to the Air Comfort Solutions text line here in a minute. 405 651 3439. I. I don't know if we're breaking the old uh, record for text today, Parker. We we got uh, we usually get a bunch anyway. Every show here does, but uh, right after Muleshoe left for LA, you know that it was nonstop for for at least two or three weeks. But today, maybe the new record. Uh, real quick, got to tell you about Riverwind Casino. If you're wanting to go to the Oklahoma and Nebraska game in Lincoln, but you're thinking, man, I can't do that financially. I just don't have uh, I don't have the finances to get it done. Well. You can go out, use your wild card at Riverwind Casino, play and uh, rack up as many points on your wild card as you can from now until August 14th. And you, if you finish in the top five, uh, you know, point accumulators in this great promotion, the Battle of the Big Reds, you're going to the Oklahoma-Nebraska game in Lincoln. You are going to the Oklahoma-Nebraska game in Lincoln. The five patrons who earn the most points during this promotion are going to be awarded a trip to the Oklahoma-Nebraska game valued at nearly $2,500, plus you're going to get $1,000 in cash. That is happening from now until August 14th. And from now until August 26th, wildcard holders are going to be able to earn points on all the electronic gaming machines in another promotion, the Race to the Red River, be in the top three. Point producers, as a patron, added Riverwind using your wild card from now until August 26th. And the top point producers, the top three, are going to get games, uh, travel to uh, game tickets, travel, transportation, uh, you know, a complete package to go to the OU Texas game in the Race to the Red River promotion happening right now at Riverwind Casino. That's why they are simply the best. More details you can find online at riverwind.com. All right, let's go. Let's go back to the text line. By the way, uh, we have a response from Adrian Peterson, who, of course, I mean, if there's one thing Cale Gundy will be most famous and most revered for, most remembered for as an Oklahoma coach, it is probably going to be recruiting Adrian Peterson to Norman, Oklahoma. So uh, when AD speaks on this topic, uh, it's worth referencing and worth going over. So this is what Adrian Peterson said uh, about 15 minutes ago on social media in reaction to this news. At OU Coach Gundy, I want you to know that I support you as you go through what I can only imagine as being one of the toughest situations you've had to deal with in your life. I know you not only as Coach Gundy, but also the man, husband, and father. I'll always have nothing but love and respect for you. 
I love you, brother, and I'm so appreciative for the impact you've had on my life. The Sooner Nation won't ever be able to replace what you bring to the table. Just know that you'll be missed and never forgotten. Almost three decades with the University of Oklahoma and a lifetime representative and fan at heart. I remember the stories of you sitting there as a kid watching OU football on the edge of your seat with one thing in mind, a win for Crimson and Cream. When you talk about making a dream come true, you've accomplished that and more. I'm proud and honored to have been a part of your journey and am forever grateful. I know and respect the man that you are and stand 10 toes down with you for a lifetime. Powerful stuff from Adrian Peterson. And, yeah, you think about, uh, you know, Kale Gundy so big in recruiting so many of the uh, the really great players to the University of Oklahoma, and certainly his share of pretty good running backs, no doubt. No doubt about it. By the way, if what Kale said is so bad, then why is the player who had that on his tablet still on the team? Well, it's a kid, and we're talking about to a 50-year-old man, the coach. The coach is there's, – there's a different standard for the coach there, even though I, I think what Kale did, again, was not malicious. I don't think it rose to this level of him having to resign, my opinion. But, you know, there's a kid who wasn't paying attention, apparently, in the in – the, uh, meeting in the film session or whatever uh and he may have had rap lyrics up to uh, whatever song but there's a difference between a mature man who's 50 years old who is a coach in that situation and a kid who has something on his ipad yeah well and it's worth noting too kind of like you said uh, especially in rap music right the presence of that word in culture has to a certain extent been normalized in contexts like that so and I, I promise you, in the locker room before the games, there's music bumping. It's got some <laughs> some language that you might classify as edgy, right? And I'm sure if if you listen to rap music, Steely, that word's peppered throughout a lot of rap music. So, and I, the, I, we we don't know exactly what happened in that room. No, but apparently, to the best of my knowledge. It was a rap lyric that the player had displayed right, on his right. iPad. So yeah, nine one seven. I'm not saying uh, he says uh, I don't uh, want the kid to get any trouble. Just pointing out the hypocrisy. Well, the African American community, you know, kind of took that horrible word and changed the connotation of that word and used the a instead of er. And it's been a part of hip-hop culture for a long time. And, um, you know, it's, it's very prevalent, obviously, in uh, hip-hop culture and has been for a long time. But it's, it's, the connotation is a lot different from a, uh, somebody, of, uh, somebody who's white using that in any way, shape, or form. It's had a horrible history, and racism has been the biggest stain on this uh, country forever. So... Yeah, there's, you know, you, you get a lot of that, and I understand people's questions about that, but that's, uh, that I believe is, is the difference in the meaning of the word, who's saying the word, in what context. And I, that's where I even think, you know, in this situation with Kale, the context, as you pointed out, Parker, means everything. This was not said maliciously at all. This was said, and, you know, I don't mean this to sound comical, like, Ron Burgundy was reading off the teleprompter, you know? No, that, that's honestly what I thought of. Yeah. As well. Like, because you and know. Thought, and then thinking, oh it my god, It makes gosh. you think of Ackerman with Ron Burgundy. And he doesn't realize what he's saying until he's already said it. Yeah. And then you're and like, he'll say whatever's oh, wow. on the teleprompter. Yeah. 
Yeah, the different standard is really who uh, the word com- which mouth the word comes out of. Uh, so I yeah I I'm just telling you nine one eight that's that's the situation. I don't totally disagree with that. Another listener but, says this whole situation makes me want to go home and cry on the couch listening to Coldplay. <laughs> hey, I kind of like Coldplay. What was the movie where they called out Coldplay? You listen to Coldplay. Was it like Step Brothers or something? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think it was Step Brothers. Because you get a bad connotation. I, I like Chris Martin. I like some Coldplay. I'm not saying, you know, it's my favorite band of all time, but they're not bad. You like some Coldplay, I bet. I do like Coldplay. I would say more their their older stuff appeals to me more than their newer stuff. Speed of Sound? You like yeah, Speed yeah, of Sound? Yeah, yeah, That whole album. Mm-hmm. X and Y. Viva La Vida, too. Oh, Both those albums. Yeah, were Viva La Vida is a great one. That's a good album, and I uh, love that song. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have time? By the way, I want to thank the Seth Wadley Auto Group. I want to thank the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley, X72. If you're looking for a great deal on a car, truck, SUV, great guarantee after the sale, Seth Wadley Auto Group has that for you. Oil changes, engines for life on newer used uh, gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Somebody said <laughs> the movie was The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Okay, there you go. Patrick says, Coldplay makes me want to be barefoot and hug a tree. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pointing out the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, man. I was trying to remember. 40-year-old virgin was pretty good. Pretty French toast, that scene. You've seen the 40-year-old virgin, haven't you? I don't think I have. What? Really? You're going to have to go back. Yeah, yeah well, let's put that on your you list. You know this better than anyone, Steely. There's like a zillion movies that everybody's seen but that I haven't seen. So well, I've got to start you, making a list. But you also have to have time to do that. Which I which, don't have a yes. lot of. So, uh, what was I, I? where was I about to go? Oh, yes. So now that Kale Gundy is no longer on staff at Oklahoma, I'm, I'm coming up with – like I'm processing this in the moment – but Oklahoma's longest tenured on-field coach at this point is Bill Biedenboe, who's been with the program for nine years. Pretty sure he's the only guy at this point that has been with the program more than three years consecutively. Because obviously a lot of these guys are new, and the ones that aren't, namely Joe John Finley, mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray, yeah. et cetera, those, those, are, those are guys that haven't been around for very long at all. So... That's the other thing that you lose. You lose the elder statesman among your positional coaches. He knows the ins and outs of the state, uh, you know, the country, recruiting, the state of Texas especially. But, uh, you know, Cale Gundy is that guy who has a lot of answers, man, that you go to. Maybe he's the Yoda over there in many ways. He's only 50. I'm sure Yoda was millions of years old, but you know what I'm saying. But it's – it's just I couldn't believe that when I saw it last night. All right, let's get two more in, then we'll break. Another listener asks, hey, Parker, I've been seeing a lot of optimism about Coach Washington already. Care to elaborate? What's he like? So in Washington, what you're getting is a young guy. I don't. If he's 30, he's only just turned 30. He's still very, very young. Uh, he was a journeyman in the NFL and several other professional leagues, graduated from the University of Missouri. This is going to be his first on-field role at the FBS level. So this is new territory for LaDamian Washington, but hey, it was new ter- territory for Miguel Chavis too, and look how he adapted and adjusted and accepted the challenge. So uh, I-, I know that Washington 
is almost universally liked. I haven't heard I haven't heard a bad word about Ladamian Washington since he joined the program back in January. So this is a hire that when it was made, people were excited about it, especially getting him away from Missouri, his alma mater, because that's where he was prior to Oklahoma. So it was a big deal, uh, especially on the Missouri. There were a lot of Missouri folks that were upset to lose out on LaDamian Washington because they regarded him as a rising star in the coaching profession. Now we're going to see. Now he's got a lot more responsibility up front in season one at Oklahoma than he ever bargained for. Yeah, he's got a chance to be uh, the the guy, though, if he does a good job. And a lot of people think uh, that he certainly has the ability to get it done. This is the other thing. Uh, this is the other thing that's coming up a lot on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, a text that resembles this in sentiment. The players past and present seem pretty united by the injustice of Gundy's ouster. That's one thing, too, is like... Generally, with a situation like this, you would see two sides of the coin on social media. You would see people vouching for Kale Gundy, and you would see people saying, well, Kale Gundy got what he deserved. That kind of needed to happen. There's really no other side of the coin here. Everybody on social media is doing nothing but showing respect and love and support for Kale Gundy, and that speaks volumes right there. I don't see anybody on Twitter Talking about how, well, Kale Gundy should have been more careful with his word choice. That's a guy that uh, got what he bargained for, and now look where he's at, unemployed. No, everybody's 100% behind Kale Gundy because, again, regardless of the context, regardless of his use of the word, regardless of what actually went down in that film session, that particular instance is not indicative of the person that Kale Gundy is and everybody seems to be on the same page in that regard. And when you have a 27-year track record at the University of Oklahoma as a coach and player, and, you know, this happens where he reads what's either a rap lyric or something else that contains that horrible word, and he goes Ron Burgundy on it, people don't feel like that rose to the level of uh, Cale Gundy losing his job. Maybe. Uh, there are a lot of people who are saying, well, wasn't there some clause, you know, after the SAE incident that all these incidents must be reported and, you know, uh, people who use that word in any way, shape or form, particularly uh, as part of the administration or if they're a professor or whatever, are going to be either, you know, severely disciplined or let go. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe somebody who has knowledge of what uh, what the code is or what uh, you know, university guidelines are about. I, I don't know the answer to that, but we can try and find out. All right, 405-651-3439, the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Keep the text rolling in. Again, if you get frustrated, we haven't read yours yet, try and uh, you know just keep sending it. We'll get to as many as we can, but I'm telling you, they are coming in fast and furious today. We'll be right here when we get back to talk more about this situation and read as many texts as we can right here in the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Uh, we going Kevin Cronin and a little REO here. Actually, that's one of their better songs. I might go Golden Country, number one, for REO. Anyway, really? I, I like Roll With The Changes. That's a good one. It's always going to be number one. Uh, but I, I would probably go Golden Country, number one. All right, they, uh, they featured that in uh, – Cobra Kai on Netflix with Johnny Lawrence and uh, 
Ralph Macho driving around in his Trans Am. All right, uh, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. This is one of those days where we vent together and we get together for a giant therapy session because, um, you know, this is one of those days where I barely produced anything. I got in here my normal time about 930 and uh, thought about, do I want a little audio? And I thought, you know, this is going to be text line. I thought we might even open up the phone line on our show, Riverwind uh, Hotline, 405-329-9000. But everybody is going to be want to be giving their two cents on this. So let's get to as many people as we can. 30 years at OU to be thrown to the mob as a sacrificial lamb. Hashtag family. Another says, this was beyond ridiculous and my interest in the season just went poof. Well, that's a little extreme. If your interest in the season rider dies with the outcome of Cale Gundy's tenure at Oklahoma, then I just I I don't know what to say at that point. If your interest in the season just went poof over this, then you're gonna miss out on what will probably be a pretty special season in Brent Venable's first year at the University of Oklahoma. And that, as I mentioned in the first hour, is the silver lining in all of this. Oklahoma's going to move on. They're going to be undeterred. We're going to continue to talk about it. No doubt people across the country are going to continue to talk about it. But the Oklahoma football program has a game 26 days from today. Yep. That's what they're working toward. Whether Cale Gundy is a part of the equation or not, that is their focus. And Brent Venables and his staff of coaches are – going to be very preeminently concerned with blocking out the noise wherever it may come from. And right now, and in the immediate future, this situation is what's going to generate a lot of said noise. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And uh, I don't know, this one, uh, where, where do you put this on the list of being most surprised by uh, some kind of news about OU athletics. Oh, I was shocked. Everybody was shocked because, it, like, we didn't have any inkling that this was coming. It was just boom. Okay, there's a Twitter statement by Kale Gundy at 10:45 p.m. and he's done at the University of Oklahoma. What? Yeah, I, I literally I got like two and a half hours sleep last night because of that. I'm ready. I'm like, okay, 10:30, yeah, 10:45. I'm literally, I'm plugging in my phone, you know, making sure the alarm's on, the sound's on, and all of that, you know, that I take it off, do not disturb, and I see new notification, Kale Gundy. It's like, what? Wow. That's, I, you know, we had some kind of inkling that something was going on with Muleshoe, right? Yes, we just didn't know exactly what. Right. Uh but this is just, uh, man, I, I'm hearing the, the gap band playing in my head. You dropped a bomb on me, you know, because that's what happened last night. So, like I said, instead of getting to bed at like 1030, I am up to like 1 a.m., you know, and I normally rise about 4 a.m., 4.15, maybe in a little bit after 1, because you just got so many things in your mind. You're thinking, man, I got to see what people are saying. Maybe there's more to this story. And next thing you know, you know. Two and a half more hours are gone or whatever. So I'm sure that was – it was that way for a lot of people last night, I'm sure. All right, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Another 
listener says, Parker, you're missing why many are pissed about this. If a good man with a solid reputation admired by many can get the axe for a single mistake, then nobody is safe. I don't feel like I'm missing that. Yeah, I don't feel like anybody's missing that in all of this. And that's what's concerning, yeah. isn't it? What's con- what is patently concerning about this whole situation is that Kale Gunty, or Kale Gunty has a sterling reputation across nearly three decades of service at the University of Oklahoma, and he says one word, though it is an admittedly horrible word, in a film session, and all of a sudden, regardless of the context, regardless of what his players think, his past players think, his peers think, his fellow coaches think, he is out because of that mistake, which was not even done in the public eye. Again, I, and I, I know there were some people that disagreed on this, but I will continue to emphasize this is the type of thing that could have been handled internally, and I'm not saying you sweep it under the rug, but what I am saying is it doesn't have to get out there that this happened. And if you hold a team meeting and Kale apologizes, which I'm sure he had no qualms about doing, and from what I told, he he apologized pretty mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that happens, then you move on. And my guess you know is there were a lot of tears shed in this situation. Oh, you know, I can promise you because I can promise you of were. the way this went down. Okay, I agree with you. Uh, it, that might have been the way to go about it. Some people might say, well, you know, if word got out that OU, you know, had a situation here, and then uh, they. They swept it. Your words, again, I know you're saying not to do that, but there might have been a perception that, well, OU was trying to hide it. Look what's happened at the University of Oklahoma. You know, the SAE incident, you had the baseball coach back in the day use the N-word. What's going on down there? To an extent, I think that um, Kale was also a victim of those two incidents to a certain extent. Another listener says this could have been handled internally and Kale could have made a public statement if he wanted to in the event something was leaked. Spot on. You know what? If you deal with this internally, there's a good chance it never sees the light of day and we're not sitting here talking about it on the radio because nobody outside the building knows that the slip-up happened. And if it gets out somehow and... Things start to circulate that, oh, yeah, this happened, and Kale Gundy was caught up in the middle of it, and it was an unfortunate mistake, but it's one that's being talked about. Then he can come out and basically put out the exact same statement that he put out last night, which is, look, I take responsibility for it. It was a terrible mistake. I understand that my words can cause hurt uh, even when I don't intend them to in any form or fashion. And you put all that out there minus the whole I'm resigning part. And if you accept responsibility and there's maybe a maybe a suspension attached to that yeah. or at the very least uh, time away from the program, leave of some sort, then I don't think it's nearly as big of a deal in the long term. This is going to be a big deal in the long term because people love Kale Gundy. And no they doubt. don't want to see him get the axe based on one mistake after 30 years of service. Look, I love the fact as a society that we're getting a lot more sensitive to, uh, to, to issues, to ethnic groups, to people who have long been uh, victims of racism. Th- that's the way it should be. Racism is 
horrible. I, you know, I hate probably the two things I hate the most. Well, three things: racism, politics, and mule shoe. But um, it's horrible. But sometimes, you know, we have a tendency to go overboard in situations, and this is one of those situations, in my opinion. You know, and it, you know, and I've always thought in these situations. When it involves that word, and people are like, well, what is, you know, the, that word's in rap music or whatever. I'm like, you have never mo- walked a, a mile in another person's shoes or experienced their culture or what they've had to deal with. Um, so, it's you know, I've always tried to think of it that way. I don't know that experience. I know the horrors of that experience in many ways. I mean, Oklahoma's history, too. We got the Tulsa Race Massacre. I mean, you know, uh, all of that. And like I said... The SAA deal. That was one of the ugly. I could not believe I was seeing that video. I was embarrassed to be a graduate of the University of Oklahoma when I saw that. Larry Koshell, that news when it came down was one of the biggest, like, you've got to be kidding me. This deal doesn't rise to that level, in my opinion. And again, you know, Parker, you and I, you you had a dad who's a, a pastor, right? I grew up in the Baptist church. Now, I'm look, we're, we all sin. We all make mistakes. Luckily, we've got, you know, I hate to preach here, but for me and I think for Parker, we've got JC as our guide and uh, our bridge, you know, to cover our sin. But when you completely sully somebody's reputation and basically cast them aside after one, what I think was an innocent mistake, that's wrong as a society. And we're seeing way too much of that. In last, my opinion. last text before we hit a break. Does Brent want a scandal before the season starts? If it gets out that it was swept under the rug, then the program is in even more scrutiny. Could be, yeah. Well, sure. But what I'm saying is you don't sweep it under the rug. You handle it, but you handle it internally. And if rumors start to circulate that something of that ilk happened in the locker room, you release a statement. You have Kale release a statement. You have Brent and Joe Castiglione release a joint statement that say, look, we did not want this to be a distraction for our football team in the public eye. We handled it internally. Kale made an honest mistake and is remorseful. And you have Kale echo that same sentiment, which, again, I'm sure he's more than happy to do. And that's how you respond. And then it's... it's it, Sure, it'll be a topic on sports radio shows like this one for a couple days thereafter, but it's not something that anyone remembers a decade down the road, in my opinion. This may be, we don't know for sure. More facts are going to come out, all right? More facts are going to come out. There's a possibility that this came out, and, you know, there was a little, maybe there was a lot of panic. I'm sure there was. And... Wow, I, you know, I don't care how the situation came up. This is not good, you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe Kale Gundy, being the man that he is, like he said, it's time to step step up and take responsibility. Maybe Kale Gundy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he tried to fight for his job, I would think, to an extent. But if he heard some of the ramifications, he might have just been the guy to say, you know what, I don't want to do this to the university that I love so much that I've given so much to, I'll step aside. That might be how the whole thing went down, too. I think in the end, it's clear that it went down. We just don't know how long it took for Kale Gunny to get there and how much pressure he was under, if any. And my guess there was probably some, but we just don't know.
All right, back to the text line here in a little bit. Thank you, Seth Wadley Auto Group in Falls Valley. Hey, these new studios, Drake Dyken, man, did he go to Georgia Tech? Because he's a hell of an engineer. I think he, I know, I know he didn't go to Georgia Tech, but this is nice, man. They did a good job with our new studios. Stay with us. Coming back right here in the ref. All right, welcome back. Yes, 80s Supergroup Asia. Always liked Asia. What is, yes, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and who else? I'm trying to remember who was in the Supergroup. Anyway, welcome back here on uh, this Monday. Thanks to our friends at Riverwind Casino. You can win trips to the OU Nebraska game and to the Red River rivalry. They have two great promotions happening right now. Battle of the Big Reds promotion continues from now until August 14th. So make sure you get out to Riverwind and play with your wild card. Five times the entries today and tomorrow. And then uh, all you need to be doing is playing with your wild card. Play with your wild card. Rack up as many points as you can. And again, today you get uh, extra five times the entries today and tomorrow. And then be there, uh, you know, coming up on uh, August 14th, which is Sunday, they're going to tally up the points and the top five patrons who earn the most points during this promotion. The Battle of the Big Reds promotion are going to win a trip to the OU Nebraska game, valued at nearly $2,500, plus get $1,000 in cash. And then you can also tally up points for the Race to the Red River promotion, which is running through August 26th. Play on all the electronic games that you can. Use your wild card. Rack up those points. The top three patrons that earn the most points on those machines, any of the electronic gaming machines, they'll tally up the points again August 26th, and the top three winners are going to get tickets to the OU Texas game, accommodations, travel, everything just like for the OU Nebraska game. Again, the top three will, uh, from that point on, will win a trip to the OU Texas game down in Dallas. So, you can get to the Nebraska game if you're not going there. If you're not going to the OU Texas game, but you want to go, you've got a shot with the Battle of the Big Reds and the race to the Red River promotions happening right now at Riverwind. All right, as we continue to discuss this topic, it's important to acknowledge this is a no-win situation when you're a radio host, right? Because regardless of what you say, there's somebody, and there are plenty of people on the Air Comfort Solutions text line that take issue with the things we say. Uh, there, and there are certain <laughs> there are people on the text line right now. They're like, "Give us all the facts," as if we're Dateline and have interviewed everyone in the athletic department over the last twelve hours to get to the bottom of all this. Look, we're still learning about this situation. It was a bombshell when it dropped last night around ten forty-five p.m. What we know right now is that Kale Gundy is done at the University of Oklahoma after twenty-seven total years of being a member of the Sooner family, and it's an unfortunate deal all the way around. And you have plenty of current players and former players coming out and speaking on behalf of Gundy and his character. I want to read, uh, and we read what Adrian Peterson had to say earlier. Uh, We read what a couple other players had to say about Kale. Here's what D.D. Westbrook put out on social media about half an hour ago. I don't care what anyone has to say. Coach Gundy will always have my respect as a man and a coach. From the very first day he got in contact with me when I played JUCO, he went out of his way to show me he believed in me. He always wanted me to not only be a better football player, but also a better human being. I just want to thank him with the most sincerity I have for investing the extra time he did with me. He didn't have to ride around town following me in my 1997 Lincoln Continental with the bass blaring. 
He didn't have to make trips to my hometown just to eat breakfast tacos with me at my favorite restaurant. And he most certainly doesn't still have to call me to this day just to check on me. I wouldn't be where I am today without people like Coach Gundy who believed in me and always pushed me to be better. I'll stand behind good people like that always with no shame. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, this uh, to me, when I, when I saw this and I saw at least the the information that we have right now, that was the information that was in Kale's uh, text last night, his release that he typed up. I, my initial thought was, man, this seems way too extreme. Way too extreme. All right. Uh, let's see. 405-651-3439 in the Air Comfort Solution text line. Question is, how did this get upstairs? Did the player complain or did Kale do a confession? Yeah, that's we, something. We that, don't know. Yeah, we, we don't we, have a We've talked about that. Well. And that was kind of the thing I was talking about to, to Josh today during one of the breaks is, you know, was this a situation where – you know, does this stuff have to be reported after the SAA controversy? and uh, Or is there some kind of university code or rule? Or I, I don't know. I don't have the bylaws. Um, you know, did Kale go to Brandon and say, man, we had an incident I, I got to tell you about because I feel like I need that. Did it happen that way? Or did this get out that, man, Coach used the N-word, and I know he didn't say it, but I was still, you know, and did we don't know. There are going to be more details, I'm sure, that come out about this, but we're still in the fact-finding mission right now. The only stuff that we really have is what we have from what, um, you know, we got from Kale Gundy last night, the uh, the later statement from Brent Venables, Gabe Eichard, you know, tweet, had a good tweet last night that gave a lot of insight, talked to some of the players that basically uh, they, they were all supporting Brent, but, uh, you know, I guess there was no going back. So, anyway. In non-Kill Gundy news, uh, let me read you a tweet from Brett McMurphy. Okay. First place votes received in preseason USA Today coaches poll. Alabama 64, Georgia 6, Ohio State 5, Texas 1. Jeff Ketchum strikes again. Well, no, it's the coaches poll. So it's oh, a, it's, it's a, a coach. It's a coach. Are we saying it's Steve Sarkeesian? And if it's not Steve Sarkeesian, who on earth is it? Yeah, that, I don't know. That's crazy. Oklahoma was ninth in the uh, preseason coaches poll, right? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, Texas A&M, Utah, OU, and Baylor. Where's freaking Muleshoe? 15th. Uh, Oklahoma State was number 11. So, in fact, you had Sooners 9, Baylor 10, Oklahoma State 11. On the text line, one listener says, I'll be rocking a Kale Gundy throwback jersey come September 3rd. Boomer. Yeah. What number did Kale wear? Kale was 12, 12, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds right. It's obviously before my time. But, uh, yeah, so many so many opinions on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We've had literally hundreds and hundreds of of texts flooding in over the course about the last hour and a half, hour 45. Uh, Sooner Soldier says the player made a big deal out of it because he got caught screwing off instead of paying attention. And yet, look, that is, that is kind of, that's one of the things that we haven't dived too deep into uh, regarding the situation with the player. But yeah, look, if that, if that player's paying attention, then this doesn't happen, but you know, it did. And here we are, and Kale Gundy's out. 
And LaDamian Washington is your new receivers coach at the University of Oklahoma. I'll continue to say it as we get deeper and deeper into the show because I want to reiterate it time and time and time again for those that are just tuning in and haven't heard it. What Bob Stoops said back on November 29th is just as true today as it was then, which is no one guy's bigger than the program. And that rings true for Cale Gundy as well. Yes, it's a huge loss. Yes, it's a painful one. Yes, it sucks that it all went down this way. But Oklahoma football is going to be just fine, and that needs to be understood. Crazy. Man, you remember the day that a lot of people thought that Mike Gundy was going to lose his job, right? When uh, yeah. the, the whole OAN thing went down, and then uh, he and Chubba Hubbard had the, you know, went back to Stillwater to record the worst produced video of all time. But at least they kind of, uh, you know, were able to, uh, you know, put that fire out a little bit. But this. I don't know. Like I said, it, to me, it it just seems way too extreme. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's break right here. Come back. We have one more segment. Tyler and uh, Parker locked in, coming up at 2 o'clock. Uh, then the rush at 3 with Teddy and Tyler. A lot more good, solid radio. A lot of discussion, I'm sure, about this. Going to continue throughout the day and some of tomorrow, maybe all week. This is a shocker in Sooner Stay with us. We'll be right back here on The Ref. All right, last segment for us, Locked In, coming up at 2 o'clock. Thank you again, Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley. Exit 72 for a great deal on a car, truck, SUV. They've got a good selection of used cars there. They're finding the best. Great service after the sale. 405-651-3439, by the way, on the Air Comfort Solutions tax line. Great service after the sale. That guarantee oil changes, engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. Can we talk about the Kale Mary? Yes, it was Kale to uh, Adrian Cooper. Yes, back in the day, right? You know, I thought the biggest controversy about Kale Gundy up till this point, I can only remember one other controversy, and that was when Kale ripped his helmet off when he ran into the end zone once. And OU fans were mad at him because they thought he was showing up the opponent too much. I mean, it wasn't like overwhelming, but I can still remember taking phone calls, you know, about, yeah, we shouldn't be ripping our helmet off and blah, blah, blah. I never thought we would have this, this happen. All right. You want to get a couple more in before we get out of here? We have about five minutes left. Oh, boy. We got one of these. Parker's youth and inexperience is showing too young to see how fast society is losing its collective mind. Youth today worry about words with people being killed in urban areas at a pretty high rate. Football is meaningless when it reinforces this upside-down priority, and they weren't even his words. Career ended for this. Good luck, Parker. If they can get Kale, what chance do you have when you do nothing wrong but get used anyway? That was kind of... I, I, were you able to follow that... Uh, maybe a little bit. I mean, society has changed. There's no doubt. Oh, and, sure, and In sure, some sure. ways, I mean, you're you're a bright guy. You know that. But you know, some of the stuff that was tolerable, you know, a long time ago was horrifying too. <laughs> I mean, but I I do think, uh, like I said, I'm I'm glad in many ways we're becoming more sensitive and more aware in many areas. But I also think you could take the this new culture to the extreme. Where, you know, one person makes a mistake, and I believe this was an innocent mistake. If we're getting all the facts, this looks like an innocent mistake. Where a guy who's been an incredible mentor to many young men and one of the best 
and most loyal Sooners of all time is cast aside. You know, boom, just like that. Regarding the player, Jay from Medill says, in my time, a football locker room took care of football locker rooms. If the player was indeed screwing off and then blew this out of proportion, then the locker room will take care of that. Us as fans will never know. I hope so. I hope that player's identity is never publicly disclosed for his sake. Because yeah, people, I, uh, you're probably getting tested. Will you let me know when I'm like, it, I'm not oh, going to yeah, let exactly. you know because no. then it goes to a message board, and I got a buddy of mine who said, you know, and you know, look, we don't know if it was the kid who kicked it upstairs for sure. We don't know, right? We don't know that stuff yet. Um, so to me, uh, like I said, th- there are. Players in meetings, that that happens everywhere, right? Um, and, again, I'm not saying he shouldn't be called out for that. You want your kids, your players to be paying attention. And if you're asked to take notes, be taking notes. We don't know who the kid was. Uh, but, again, I hope my, my next fear that was going to look really bad, and you talk about driving away recruits, is if Oklahoma fans find out who this kid is and vilify him. You want to torch recruiting? That's how you do it right there. Right, Parker? Wouldn't that be a horrible situation? Yes, I mean, precisely. You, that's well, that's where just, you've got to let your anger subside and realize this was a kid. His name being disclosed would do a lot more harm than good. Uh, another listener asks, ask earlier, but wasn't able to hear your answer. Does Anthony Evans still come to OU? Uh, my belief, based on a couple of conversations I've had since this all went down last night, uh, is that OU is still the front runner for Anthony Evans, who's going to commit at the end of the month. Petaway so, is your your Petaway uh, minor is the one, concern yeah, right now. That's that's the one that is subject to uh, change in the coming days. Again, I like. I think there's a decent chance Petaway sticks it out. I think it's going to be hard for him to break from the fold, given the relationships he has with the rest of the commits. But again, you lose your positional coach. That's a tough pill to swallow for a recruit. Yeah. Especially the guy that primarily recruited you to Oklahoma. All right, folks, we appreciate all of your texts. Sorry we couldn't get to all of them. I'm sure that uh, Parker is going to try and get to as many as he can with Tyler. Coming up here during Locked In. Everybody have a great Monday, all right? We'll see you.